0: Hi, my name's Phoebe, and this is Art Shaman, and I am going to be talking about art and creative practices, creative processes, and also shamanism, which is the deep and instinctual practice of healing the soul, reclaiming the soul. Um, it's a deep spiritual tradition that has its roots in ancient cultures that are pre modern religion. Um, so we're going right back to the kind of the earth, reconnecting with the earth based religions and practices, incorporating the corporality of the body, the reality of the body and all its different forms of expression. So what I will be covering is kind of like an overview of the creative um power of humans in all our myriad existing forms leaving nothing out There is the lightness and the darkness um without the darkness we cannot grow we cannot heal we cannot mend so I think To try and create a balance between the light and the dark side of the force we must use creativity to learn to blend these two seemingly disparate sides. Creativity is the bridge. Creativity is all about taking a bit of this and a bit of that and putting it all together in a completely new way and that is how evolution happens. So, evolution, art, healing, join me. Hello, astral space travellers. Right, I'm going to talk straight from the heart right now. That is going to be the flavour of these podcasts. My name's Phoebe and I'm an artist living in Dorset, UK. And... I've had years of, um, ups and downs emotionally and mentally I uh, struggle with, mental illness in my twenties, mental illness in my thirties of a different variety, loads of really, you know, interesting things that happened to me in my past that have led me to the path I'm on now, which is as an artist, self-employed, and also I have a deep, deep love and respect for shamanic practices. Um... Yeah, so I'm trying to bring these all together and um, share my insights. So today I am looking at love and friendship. Um, What happens when we get close to someone, we really, really like them, but we're not sure how they feel? You know, this crops up in love relationships all the time. It's interesting how we define our relationships. As though they are in any way different from one another. The only thing that I can see as different between a romantic relationship and a friendship is that friendship can be a lot more free. I think when personal feelings get involved with friends, now that gets tricky because nobody wants to fall into um, attachments. So friendships are more to do with non-attachments. Whereas a romantic relationship, perhaps you expect a degree of attachment because generally you're bringing in the sexual energies. Sexual energies make attachment happen because they are biologically designed to keep the species going, to make babies, and women need the support of a mate while they are pregnant. So it's all very biological needs and functions, are at the bottom of all of this. So there is a scientific aspect within this, which is to do with chemicals, hormones, psychology. You know, the the um, psychology is a very new science. It is a science, though. It is the science of the mind. So what we're learning to do is define our relationships. So I'm talking about friendship and love. Now, what happens when we really love our friends? Maybe our feelings go a little bit further that we might slip into limerence perhaps sometimes we can fall in love with someone and they are just interested in being our friend how do we deal with that what we're up against is the desire to merge with another human being to bear our soul to be accepted for who we are all the things that we expect from a romantic relationship and yet why do we have so much difficulty with this in friendships especially between the sexes If you've ever been in a male-female friendship, you can appreciate perhaps what I'm saying. If you find the other other person just devastatingly attractive, you just love everything about them, you fantasize about them, and then boom, you've suddenly gone into a different realm. But far from the option of mind control, which we try and impose on ourselves, doesn't work. As a meditator, a seasoned meditator, I can tell you there is no controlling the mind without understanding it. I think what we are looking for is a dialogue with the mind. When the mind pops up with its beliefs, its its thought patterns, um, a lot of these are habitual. And it is down to us to befriend our mind, to make friends with it, but to talk to it like a parent might have to. No, that's not acceptable to think that. No, I do not accept that thought. You know, we don't let our children just get away with any form of behavior, no matter how free we want them to be. We want them to understand there are genuine limits in life. There are genuine limitations to what we can do and give to one another. And when we were in a state of being less than whole less than ourselves which is the case for many many of us you know we we live in a very fractured society and i think we have to stop blaming ourselves for these apparent weaknesses okay that's the end of that one just a few thoughts Wow.